What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 71 of Ask Pat. I want to give a quick shout-out and thanks to everybody who has subscribed to the show, whether on SoundCloud, Stitcher, or on iTunes, or however you subscribe to the show. You listen to every single episode, and you're awesome for that, and thank you. If you are brand new to the show, welcome. I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. If you have a question you'd like to ask me, head on over to askpat.com. It's as simple as that. And before we get to today's question, I want to thank today's sponsor, which is AWeber, aweber.com. This is the company and email service provider that I use and have been using for over five years now to build an email list, to collect email addresses on my different websites and build different email lists for different purposes. And I send emails out to those people for specific reasons, whether to keep in a good relationship with them over time. I also use my autoresponder to do that for me. I pre-write emails and have them sent out sequentially over time to people. Um, if I'm selling a product or if I have some time-sensitive material I want to share with people, Aweber makes it super easy to do that. Um, templates you can use to put on your website. This It's a great company. I know a lot of people over there and uh, they've treated me very well for the last five years, so I recommend them. Head on over to aweber.com slash askpat to uh, get access to a free trial. Now, today's question comes from Troy and this is about email marketing, so let's hear from Troy. Hi, Pat. This is Troy from troydelaney.com. I blog about nonconformity, creating opportunity, and uh, staying young and healthy. Uh, my question is, I, I noticed that you had mentioned that you do not send your blog posts out to people that subscribe. And by subscribing, I was under the impression that you did. And I just wanted to know why you don't do that and um, how you decide which content gets sent, sent out as a blog and which content um, only gets sent to your subscribers. And also, I thought that by the more posts you put on your blog, the better and more searchable that your um, site becomes. So I would think it would be better to, to post everything on the website. Just wanted some clarification. I love the podcast, and thank you for everything you do. Troy, thank you so much for your question. Um, and it's really interesting because there's different parts to it. And the first part I want to talk about is the fact that I don't send my blog content to my email subscribers, if I get what you're, what you're asking about. Um, because there are ways to set up your email service providers to notify all of your email subscribers that there is a new post. And you can do that every time a new post comes out or perhaps uh, every time every three posts come out, which might be a good idea. However, I like to keep the content in my emails separate than the content on my blog post for the most part. Sometimes if there's a really important post or something quite valuable or something very time sensitive that I've published on the blog and I want everybody to see it, then I'll send an email out. I'll send a broadcast out personally. I'll personally write that in real time and not sort of have the automated systems publish that for me, which is one of the drawbacks of having these systems in place that are automated. You don't get the personal touch to it. So whenever I write a post like that that I want everybody to see, and of course I want everybody to see every post and I want every post that I write to be valuable, but there are, you know, some posts that you just know that you want everybody to see, in which case I would email out a link to those blog posts. And I wouldn't, uh, you know, talk too much about that post. I would sort of tease it a little bit and I would talk about what they would learn if they read it or what was important about it, in which case people would then click on that link and come over to my website, which is important. I get more traffic that way. That's how I get the biggest spikes during my days after sending an email out. Um, But, you know, there are pieces of content that I share only via email that aren't published on the blog and that's sort of the second part of your question and I really appreciated the fact that you asked and talked about the fact that yes the more content you write on your site 
the more chances there are to be found via search engines, um, which is absolutely true. The more content you publish on your site, the more opportunity there is for some of those keywords, especially the long tail keywords, um, for people to find you with those long tail keywords. The more content you write and publish on your site, the more opportunity there is also to share those posts. So there is some drawback to publishing stuff only to people on your email list. However, I approach it like this. I want to reward people for getting on my email list. I want to provide them even more content and keep them on my list and keep them wanting more. So I have made the decision to take some special pieces of content that could be turned into blog posts and put them specifically in emails. Now, the big difference between the email content only and the blog content or the stuff that's only for blog is that the email content typically is much shorter, um, oftentimes under 500 words, while my blog posts typically are over you know, 1,000 to 2,000, sometimes up to 5,000 words. I wouldn't put 5,000 words in an email. So an email... Um, only type content, the exclusive content that is only available to people who subscribe to your list, that's a good opportunity for you to share those small tips, those quick wins, those those quick actions that people could take that could help them become fans for life even quicker than if they were to just only read your blog post. They're getting exclusive content. They're getting quick pieces of valuable, snackable content, if you will. And uh, they're more likely to take action on it because they're getting it into their inbox. So again, that's a reason why I do that because, you know, especially with that first email, that first email they get in their autoresponder sequence after day one, after they subscribe, they get my best email. And that's a huge tip for you if you have an autoresponder sequence or if you're building any sort of list, you want to make that first email that they receive from you after the whole, you know, double click a confirmation and you know after they're on your list that first true email that they get from you in your autoresponder sequence you want that to be an awesome email where when people read it they might take some sort of action or just read it and be like wow this is awesome I can't wait to read the next one. That's the feeling you want to give off. So in that first email, if you subscribe to my list, you'd know this. That is a great quick tip that people can use that gives them immediate instant results. And that's really important because that uh, is something Charles Duhigg talks about in in his book called The Power of Habit. He talks about the power of these small, quick wins. And, uh, you know, it reminds me of a video game that I played in college, which kind of sucked away three months of my life. That video game is called World of Warcraft. And in that first level, it is so easy, but a lot of cool, amazing things happen. And you level up and you get gold and you get all these small, quick wins, which become the start of an addiction um, to that game. So you want to create and start a habit getting addicted to the content on your site. And you can do that by giving people small, instant results. What are those one or two small tips that might not even be that big, but that can give people an instant result after they read that piece of content? Um, Short enough for an email, perhaps under 500 words, that's going to help you so much. And that's something that you could do that maybe isn't um, really meant for your blog, but is meant for that more personal touch through email. So that's why I keep those things separate. So Troy, I hope that answers your question and I hope for everybody out there that gives you some tips on how to better utilize your email list and also your autoresponder sequence. Troy, thank you so much for your question. If you have a question and you're listening to this, head on over to askpat.com and you can ask there. Of course, Troy, you're going to get you're going to get an Ask Pat t-shirt. Uh, for those of you listening, I give away a t-shirt for everybody who is featured here on the show. 
Lastly, I want to mention our sponsor again uh, related to this episode, which is AWeber. AWeber is the company that I use, and I made the huge mistake when I first started of not starting my email list. And uh, when I finally got around to it, when I finally got my head on straight, I asked everybody, well, what email service provider should I use? And everybody said AWeber. And so I went with what everybody said um, because that's how we are as humans. We go with what the group says. And um, you know, luckily they were great. They're, they're, they, they have great customer service. Their service is easy to use. Never had any issues with it. Um, and they have payment plans based on how big your email list is. And so that's, that's a win for everybody. So aweber.com slash askpat to get that free trial and also uh, help them recognize that you came from this show. Thank you for that, Aweber. And also I want to end with a quote of the day, as I always do. And that quote is from Harold Janine, or Janine, sorry, Harold Janine. And uh, he says, in the business world, everyone is paid in two coins, cash and experience. Take the experience first. The cash will come later. Thank you. Take care. And I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.